0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Small Business Sessions powered by Zero. My name is Emma Jones, founder of Enterprise Nation, and I am delighted that here with me today to talk about securing angel investment is the queen of angel investment. Uh, it is the lovely Jenny Tooth, who not only is head of UK Business Angels Association, she's also an angel investor in her own right. So, Jenny, welcome. Thank you, Emma. Absolutely delighted to be here this morning. So Jenny, tell us a little bit about your background before we have a chat about small businesses accessing angel investment.
1: Thanks. So, I actually started off uh, as an economist and thought that's what I wanted to do in life and uh, went to London School of Economics, etc. But I actually became totally passionate about small businesses and finance. And it occurred to me that there was the whole key to growth for a small business was that they really needed to find money. So, I set up my own business, starting to advise them and how they could reach, reach money from different sources. At that time, quite a lot of it was was from government um, or sort of public sources. And there was lots of European money around at that time. So, I started getting quite cute at that and moved out to Brussels, where I continued my business for nine years, working closely with all the European funds um, and helping not just small businesses, but kind of professional networks and groupings um, to understand how to get money out of Europe, especially to support small businesses and innovation. Um, And that kind of morphed when I suddenly became uh, aware of angel investing. Um, and this was in the in, in the late 90s, so you can tell how old I am. And um, actually, I suddenly realised this was the most amazing thing, that I could find private individuals ready to put their own money uh, behind a small business in return for some shares, but not wanting that money back and really helping to those businesses to grow. And I became passionate about it, started doing it myself, of course, and then started to build an angel network alongside a colleague, London Business Angels, which really grew into a really big network. So I've been around this space for a really long time now.
0: And it's really interesting. I love how you say um, angels, they put in money and they don't want it back. (laughs) I mean, ultimately they do want it back at some point, but on this podcast show, we've been looking at alternative sources of finance. So if businesses can go to the bank, they can go to the likes of Market Invoice and Funding Circle and other alternative sources. Why is it you would say that a business owner should consider an angel almost kind of over and above those options? I think it's really
1: tough when you're starting out, where you have forms of money that you know ultimately you have to pay it back. You're generally not creating any revenue, any sales at that early stage. And it becomes a a real worry when you know behind you someone's waiting for you to give that money back. The beauty of angels is twofold. First of all, they tend to be really experienced people who themselves have run their own business, may well even know your particular business in your area, can really help you with their contacts, their customers, their advice and just generally being a a useful hands-on person around you. But they also give you money very much aligned to your own interests. So they say, if you're a success, I'm a success. And we work on this together. Um, We don't look for you to pay that money back. What we do look for is to hope that you, with the help of the angel, will grow your business, ultimately maybe sell it or find someone else to invest in you at a higher sum And ultimately, I would hope to get my money back. with, with a return, with with an increase. Um, but I'm also very philosophical and I know that at least 60 or 70% of the investments I might make, those businesses don't really grow. They may become quite quite good businesses, but not really bring a big return. And I i don't mind that because I know in there, there are some gems and I'll wait for those. So, I don't expect your money back. Um, angels angels are patient capital, as we call it.
0: Lovely. And as you say, it's just so ripe for so many businesses. And I love This point you make that um, angel investors can put funding into a business, but of course they also can bring industry experience, knowledge, contacts. Would your advice be, therefore, to a business owner who's thinking about angel investment that if they get one offer which is maybe looks preferable from a cash perspective and another offer which is good cash but industry experience, that they really should go for this kind of money plus option?
1: I really do believe that angel money should be smart money. Um, It's quite easy to meet people who will offer you um, some cash. They can also offer you cash in return for taking quite a big piece of your money great, a big piece of your equity. That's a no-no. Always walk away from those people. Never take a small amount of money, give a big piece of your business away because later on down the line, you'll want more money and need to be able to have more equity available to give away more shares. Um, So you really are looking for someone who brings that added value, who gets your business or maybe just is really, really sympathetic to where you are and knows other people that they can bring in to help. They may not have all of the right ingredients, um Actually, we tend to uh, really focus on on building groups of angels. So, at UK Business Angels Association, we really support syndication. So, that means when you're looking for an angel, you may well find a group of angels with one very good lead angel who's going to help you in your business, but where you've also got a range of other skills around you from those other angels that they're happy to help with. So, that's real added value. And, and, And that group of people can also often pull together a bit more money and also further round over time. So it can be an advantage to look for a syndicate and not just a lone ranger. Okay.
0: (laughs) Not, Not just a lone ranger. I love it. That probably is actually a term. So you've convinced me that angel investment should be the route I go. And you've started to talk about this. Where is it that I would go as a small business owner to meet these angels? It can be quite tough because
1: they're private individuals. You can kind of think they're they're kind of hiding in the long grass and where am I going to find them? And, and indeed, I think that myself sometimes when I go to certain parts of the country, which we'll maybe talk about later. But... Mainly, you're going to find angels. That's why I talk about groups. Groups often have names on them, so it'll say something, something Ventures or somebody's something Capital, and you can find those on the UKBAA own directory. So we have a searchable directory. We have seventy angel groups um, in our in our in our mix, um, and you can plug in um, what is the sector I'm in, where am I in the country, and how much money am I looking for, and those those names will will drop out. What you you won't get is the names of individual investors. They keep themselves private. So it's the group front end that you'll be able to see. Um, And then really what you have to be able to do really, and whether you're meeting angels for the first time or contacting them, you need a very nice a little concise uh, slide deck, a PowerPoint presentation, 10 good slides taking you through the key elements of your business. Everything from the team, um, the kind of background, um, why you set the business up, how much money you're looking for, how is it going to really grow and and become scalable how are you actually going to find customers if you haven't found them already? What are your target markets? So, just taking through the key elements, being very clear, very concise, and also being quite clear why you need money from an angel, but also what you might be looking for from the angels as well. But keep it really, don't give away too much information. Don't give away all your trade secrets, the crown jewels. um, Reserve those if you get a meeting. So, what you're aiming to do is grab their attention. What you may also do if you meet a group is then be invited to go and pitch in front of them and that's uh, that's your that's your prime moment to get in front of an angel and have that chance for uh, a conversation but more importantly to present your business to them and that's when you need to have really good pitching skills practice practice Mm -hmm. practice so that you can really put over uh, both the, the the great business you have but also what a fantastic entrepreneur you are.
0: Brilliant. That's amazing help. Beautifully summarised. And one of the things that that pitch process, or whether it's maybe just a little bit before, the angels are probably going to ask, is the company registered for EIS Relief? I think you'd agree this has been a massive help for your kind of industry. So tell us what EIS Relief is and kind of how businesses, I guess, can go about getting it.
1: Yes. EIS, Enterprise Investment Scheme, is the most fantastic gift that you have as an entrepreneur to offer an angel. When we want to invest in you, it's a pretty risky thing. You're you're an unknown quantity, maybe very, very early in your your growth as a business, not so much for me to see or show. And the government has really recognised how important it is to get business angels, individuals to back businesses at that really early risky stage. So over 20 years ago, they brought in this fantastic scheme called the Enterprise Investment Scheme. And that means that you can offer angels a tax break. So when I put, when I invest in you, um, I will get between 30 and 50% back um, of, of the money that I've put into you. Also, other benefits such as capital gains, tax relief, inheritance tax. And even if you go pear-shaped, I actually get loss relief. So, it's a huge incentive. So, understanding it, first of all, is to know that there are certain areas that don't qualify so much for EIS. For example, if you're in consulting, if you're in mining, I don't suppose many of you are, um, but it's certain areas don't qualify. Mainly, it's areas where you're really taking a bit of a risk, where you're creating some interesting technology or a product or a service that really creates value in the economy. And then you'll be able to qualify. Ideally, you should have a look at the HMRC website and see if you can get advanced assurance or clearance to show you're eligible. Because what's great for me is when you come along and say, I know I've checked and I think I can give you that tax relief. It gets a little bit worrying if we have to take a risk on that and eventually that could get clawed back. Probably worth knowing that if you're really early stage, you have a fantastic bigger offer because if you're less than two years old um, and you've got less than 25 employees, and that that obviously covers a lot of early stage businesses, and you haven't taken on any any equity before, you can offer seed enterprise investment scheme. And that actually would give me a 50% tax relief, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, but also, if I've just sold something like a business um, or or indeed a property, I can put money into you as a business and I get half of my capital gains written off as well. So, loads of opportunities um, to really take away the risk for me in backing a business like that. Um, so, do check out Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme and the Enterprise Investment Scheme. So, if you're a little bit bigger, it's a 30% relief. If you're early a stage it's a fifty percent relief, isn't that absolutely fantastic? So what a you know what a, what a great offering we have from government for that. I
0: have to say I've never heard anything bad said about, about SEIS or EIS relief. In fact, we did a policy session yesterday where a small business owner was saying to government, please keep it. And I don't think there's any, hopefully, no intention of not keeping it. No. But um, Jenny, you also run, as you say, you do angel investment. You know everything about how to attract angels and kind of what angels are looking for with UK Business Angels Association. It's got UK in the name. You referred Mm -hmm. to this a little bit earlier on. Do you feel at the moment we've got good national coverage when it comes to businesses being able to access angels?
1: I think, Emma, it's a real challenge at the moment, actually. Um, It's one of those things where angel investing is is sort of carried out in groups, and it's also not that much talked about. We try to raise awareness of it. But if I were to look at what's happening across the country, I know that at the moment, only about 70% of angel investing is happening in the London, Oxford, Cambridge, Golden Triangle. And so, for all those other regions outside uh, that area, it's much tougher if you're an entrepreneur to access angel investing. Um, So, we are really trying to kind of create a lot more noise, a lot more awareness, a lot more information and advice to people to really help them understand how they could use their spare financial capacity and their time and experience to to really back entrepreneurs in their own locality. Um, So we're opening angel hubs around the country, which are kind of physical locations. We're doing them in partnership with local organisations. So we've already opened one in in Leeds. um, We've opened one in Cambridge. We've opened one in Bristol and Belfast. Manchester and Birmingham coming soon and hopefully the northeast. And the idea is that angels can find each other, find entrepreneurs, hopefully build deals and and build syndicates and we'll plug in advice and help and support. So, so that's kind of a really big strategy for me. And then secondly, we're just launching a major e-learning programme. So, we've got six modules. So, if you don't know about angel investing, you can take the course and learn how to become an effective angel investor. It doesn't make you a super angel yet but it gives you all the baselines that you need and we've had 22 fantastic angels from all around the country giving their advice and their tips and their expertise uh, to the course so it's it's a great way of learning how to do it before you get really involved in 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 putting it into
0: practice that's brilliant so anyone should visit or in fact everyone should visit the uk baa website to have a look at those angel hubs and angel investing if you want to be an angel have a look at the e-learning program as well Yeah fantastic. Yeah,
1: no, we really encourage people because that's the way we can build those communities and you as an entrepreneur if you're listening to this can really then know that there's angels around you in your own locality.
0: Lovely. Jenny, you are doing tremendous work in this area. I love the fact that as we've been doing this podcast, my podcast man to the left who's producing this has been making notes. So I love the fact that I think we've got somebody already uh thinking, can I go for an angel investor to increase my business from the lovely Podraphy. So wonderful to have you in the studio. Jenny. Keep up that great work because you are spreading the good word of angel investment around the UK. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us.
1: Thank you so much, Emma, and good
0: luck to all the entrepreneurs out there. That was the Small Business Sessions from Enterprise Nation Powered by Zero. Go to enterprisenation.com forward slash podcast to find out more. And big thanks to Audio and Podcast Production Service Podrafi for producing this show. See you next time.